0: Moses was arguably the greatest leader that ever lived, but he didn't start out that way. In fact, in spite of every advantage, he grew up in Pharaoh's household. He had access to the greatest education, the greatest training in the world at that time. But in spite of that, we don't see, not only was he not a great leader, we don't see evidence he was a leader at all. But then there's the moment that will transform his lives and continue to impact lives to this very day. And that's when he met with God at the burning bush. And at that moment, God didn't tell Moses how great he was, how prepared he was. No, God didn't focus on Moses at all. But rather, he focused on his people and he talked about how he saw their pain. He heard their cries, and he wanted them to know that he was coming down to save. And he said to Moses, and I'm sending you. Now, Moses' response was like so many so often. The immediate response is, it's too big for me. We can't do it. I'm not good enough. I'm not prepared. I'm not the one. And God's response is interesting. See, God got upset with Moses. God was less concerned about Moses's feelings than he was about his concern for a lost and hurting people. But there's at that moment, at that meeting, there are three takeaways that are just as relevant today as they were thousands of years. What happened? First off, God says to Moses, I'm sending you, but I will be with you. Now, as big and powerful and amazing as that is, and that should be enough right there, the reality is it's so hard for us to grasp that. And so what happens? Moses continued to make excuses. In spite of the fact that when God commissions and shows the purpose he's designed someone for, that recognition that he is with them in it through it all, sometimes we just need a bit more. And Moses did. So he continues to make excuses. So the second thing is, God said to him, basically, I will demonstrate my power through you. And he gave Moses a glimpse of how that was going to work. He took what Moses already had, didn't give him something new, but he took the staff Moses already had, and he used it to begin to demonstrate to Moses how impactful his power would be. See, that's a great lesson for us, that even when we have an idea of God's call and commission and purpose in our life, So often we run ahead of him and we're doing it, trying to accomplish it in our strength without his presence, without his power, which generally speaking has minimal results. But thirdly, because Moses did continue to squirm, thirdly, God said, and I'm sending you help. In this case, he said, I'm sending Aaron, your brother with you, and he'll be your spokesman. He will be to you as you are to me. So that recognition that God was not going to give up, that he had God's presence, he had God's power, and he's going to have help, then Moses was all in. See, at that point, in spite of all the excuses, when the light bulb went off, Moses responded, and he responded completely. He went, got his family packed up and left. He was fully committed. And when he was fully committed... As he's on the go, then Aaron comes to meet with him. See, God had already spoken to Aaron and sent him. Moses didn't have to sort out how that help was going to work. He just needed to respond. God will work out the help. So the lessons for you and I are this, that there's a people that God loves and that he wants to demonstrate his concern, his love, his power to them. And he's sending you and I. And what are the three lessons? The three takeaways is he'll be with us. He wants to demonstrate his power, and he'll give us the help that we need. But finally, truly understanding leadership and the catalyst behind it. Later, what was said of Moses? God said of Moses, he was the most humble man on the entire earth. See, one of the issues with leadership is it's so backwards. That it's about being the leader rather than the recognition that leadership's not about you and I. It's really just about God's purpose being fulfilled and lives being touched.